welcome to the final frontier a trek sphere podcast all about fan films and all that fun star trek stuff you love please say hello to our host and guru extraordinaire adam mullen well hello and i am bill allen aka the guy in the red shirt shut up wesley I just want to I want to do a shout out uh, to Katie Reynolds. Uh, I bought a mug from her shop called Conlang Calligraph, I think is how you say it. And she does a lot of really great designs in Vulcan as well as Gallifreyan and Klingon. She's got mugs and uh, shirts and whatnot, and uh, she's a talented artist. So I told her I, I would buy this and I would use it for uh, for my 7 a.m. morning podcast recordings. So I wanted to give a shout out to Katie. She's also um, a character in my uh, my audio drama. <laughs> so thank you, Katie. We didn't lead with a joke, but we don't have a, a guest today, so I guess we can skip the joke. All right. So Unless you've got a joke. You have a joke? Well, I was looking at, at the top ten things you wouldn't say uh, you know, on the bridge of the Enterprise. And uh, I thought some of them were, were kind of funny. Now I have to bring it up here and find it. Okay. So a couple of good ones I liked were uh, replay the file tape of the Borg on the ship's main viewer. Uh, I thought this was actually kind of cruel, but it's tell Data that Starfleet has decided to dismantle him. Uh, put a small speaker in Dr. Crusher's bedroom to play garbled voices. And then, this is my favorite, lock Picard in the children's schoolroom with several children and no adults. I thought that, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, so this is like some random website I found. Uh, so, yeah. We'll uh, we'll start with uh, the news. A couple of big stories came out. Uh, new Star Trek news. All right, let's hear it. Um, well, first... Um... Quentin Tarantino is not going to be directing the next Star Trek movie. Instead, they're going with Ridley Scott. And now fans are wondering, because he said he's going to try to tie it into some of his other projects, and so people are speculating, is it going to be a Blade Runner tie-in and deal with the androids, because TOS had a few android mm -hmm. episodes, or is it going to be an alien tie-in, and it'll be the Enterprise versus the Xenomorphs? You know, I really want to see kind of a combination of both things take place on the Star Trek, or uh, I'm sorry, on the Enterprise bridge. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think Ridley Scott's got a history of sci-fi that's uh, definitely unique, and I think it's going to be a very enjoyable perspective to see his take on Star Trek. Mm -hmm. So what's our uh, our second bit of news? Our second bit of news... Yes, there's still going to be a Discovery Season 2. They're not doing the con thing as a replacement for that. However, Nicholas Meyer is getting Star Trek The Rise of Khan as a series. I'm really excited about this. I have mixed feelings on it because it's not live action. They're going to be doing it uh, animated, that uh, computer animation style you see in the uh, Star Wars cartoons. Yeah, I I really uh, I really enjoyed Star Wars Rebels. Uh, it just it just ended its fourth and final season. I thought it was very emotional, and I did like the animation style. 
I tried watching Clone Wars, uh, uh, the the one that had the same animation style. Uh, yeah. I couldn't get into it because I felt like it was more for little kids. And Rebels kind of had a mix, but it was it was more mature. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is about Rebels I like because the thing that kind of couldn't get me hooked on um, the Clone, Clone Wars, Wars, everybody dies. You know everybody dies. You kind of yeah. know how it's going to end before it begins. So it's like there's, there's really no point in getting attached to these characters because none of them are going to make it. Yeah. Did you – uh... It's oh, the same sorry, thing with Rebel. It's the same thing with Rebels, but for some reason the characters are a little more likable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if the, I enjoy these characters more, even though I know none of them. Eventually, they're going to die because <laughs> none of them are in any of the movies, so they're uh-huh. not really that crucial to the bigger rebellion well, later on. Did you Did you uh, see the the finale? I've seen up to the one where they land back on uh, the young Jedi's home planet and they're getting ready to kick off the revolution. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, definitely finish it. It it's very good. It's very good. Yeah, I'm a few episodes behind the finale, I think. Okay. But all right, just a couple of episodes. It, it, I'm close. Okay. Thrawn's got them blockaded. They're on yeah. the planet. I think it was you last last week when we interviewed Vance, and you said that Space Seed is overrated. Yeah, yeah. That that's another of my things that. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a bad episode, but it was kind of just generic villain of the week. It's mm-hmm. all wrapped up. Oh, I'm all nice and calm. Wait, now I'm going to try to kill you and take your ship by force. Well, you <laughs> caught me. Let me just be calm again. So It's like he's not even in handcuffs in that final scene where he's being sentenced. You know, it's like, really? You're, you're just going to let him run around? You're going to trust him at his word? Yeah. No, it's, and it's like... It shouldn't be on a top 10 TOS episode list. There were so many episodes that were – it wasn't a bad episode, but it wasn't like one of the greatest episodes that must be watched until they made Wrath of Khan. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, that Wrath of Khan was so good it bumped Space Seed up beyond where it should be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do I do see what you're saying. I, I still enjoy it. I still think it's it's really great. Uh, my only, I think, complaint is how differently Khan is depicted in Wrath of Khan from Space Seed, and then how differently he's depicted in Into Darkness with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, that's my only complaint. Otherwise, I really enjoy Khan as a character, so I, I really look forward to this new animated series with with Khan. Well, the animated series sounds interesting because they're doing. I mean, it's not a straight up sci-fi thing. It's very like. Cloak and dagger espionage secret society stuff. Hmm. It's like there, it's like some of the, I, I saw like some of the teaser footage they put out, and there's a couple of uh, not phasers but lasers. Hmm. But wow. it's still like it's it's somewhere between now and the future. Mm-hmm. So it looks interesting, and it's definitely a different take on things. Speaking of TOS episodes, you mentioned you know Space Seed and how. Uh, you think it's overrated? Well, uh, recently we looked at a TOS fan film uh, that I think is really good, but you think is is highly overrated. Yes, yes, and, and I I know we try. I mean, every fan film, a fan film isn't perfect. You know, they all have. Excuse me for stealing your phrase, Vance. They all have a cord in the door. <laughs> 
but often I can look past the flaws. But but this fan film was just bad. Uh, we are talking about um, the fan film is called Arena, and I mean the basic plot is fairly sort of convoluted and doesn't make sense. Uh, the crew of the Enterprise is uh, visiting a new colony world. <laughs> they get attacked by aliens. And then other aliens, like super powerful aliens who are just studying life in the galaxy, zap Kirk and the uh, alien commander to some desert planet where they have to battle to the death. So it's like two episodes piled on top of each other, dealing with super powerful aliens, which are just there and say, hey, now you've got to fight to the death because we said so and your ship can't help you. Mm-hmm. And that's all they do. It's like, why would you do that? <laughs> Either deal with the super powerful aliens and show the crew overcoming them like they did when they fought Trelane, or leave them out and just have it be a, a, an away team encounter and Kirk is stranded and they, I don't know. But I mean, I, it's a fan film, so I get they're going to... I feel like they're trying to connect it with Q from TNG. That's what that's what these these powerful aliens reminded me of. Yeah, they're playing with humans and testing them. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to be nice here, but I mean this was just god awful. I mean, it's like they wanted to do an action piece, but they were trying to be cerebral with it, and mm-hmm. they just they 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 were trying to hit too many marks and they missed them. It's like. If you go back and watch, I mean, we just talked about Space Seed. Watch Kirk versus Khan in that one. Kirk's got some moves. I mean, people make fun of Kirk Fu, but he's got some moves. <laughs> and then you watch, um, I believe it was, it wasn't, was it Assignment Earth or was it the other one where they're in the 1960s and Kirk has to fight off a bunch of Air Force officers in that uh, military base? I know what you're talking about. Uh, it. I think it might be that one because i think it was that one because the other the, the other one was the one with gary seven yeah well assignment earth is the one with with gary seven or okay yeah. what's there was the other one and i think it might be tomorrow is yesterday uh let's see here yeah it's tomorrow is yesterday and kurt gets cornered by a couple of air force mps and their officers and he has to you know fight his way past them but he can't use his phaser because it would change history to see a phaser so kirk's got some good fighting skills in that one and he's got some good fighting skills against klingons and he's got some good fighting skills against uh uh khan but the fans that made this film arena it's like it was like watching an old guy throw punches in molasses the fights were just horrible i i gotta disagree i think i think the actor who who played kirk did a really good job uh, with what with their budget, with what they had. I mean, I, I can forgive budget up to an extent. And, yes, there have been a lot of people doing Kirk. I mean, this guy, what was his name, Bill Shatter? Mm-hmm. He's, he's all right, but he's no Vic Mignogna. But, um, no, I mean, I mean, I mean and, and, you know, a lot of people have done Captain Kirk and tried to capture the essence of that character and match the original. Uh, and of course, the two most successful were Vic Mignogna and uh, uh, James Cawley. And th- this guy, though, the guy in Arena, was just 
awkward looking. He, he I, I didn't believe him as Kirk. And, and then there's that um, that alien he had to fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Land of the Lost Reject. I mean, they changed the name to Gorn, but come on, it's a slee stack. It looks like a slee stack. They, they, it wasn't. I mean, props for repurposing a slee stack costume to make it look like a Star Trek alien. Um, minus points for having a slee stack costume handy to do that with. I mean, seriously, who collects Lo- uh, Land of the Lost memorabilia? Really? Come on. But no, I mean. But 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 when you watch the fights, like the the punches are so it's like a weird kind of slow mo haymaker that even if it connects, it doesn't look like it's going to do anything. The two of these guys were just moving so awkwardly. Now now we have seen the Gorn before on 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 real Star Trek. They were an alien featured in an episode of Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I'm conflicted because I mean. The CGI effects on Enterprise were not quite there to make a, a full character CG. Um, so I give props to these fans for trying to do a, a practical effect suit. But their practical effect suit didn't look anything like um, what the Gorn are supposed to look like, according to what we saw in that epi- the Mirror episode of Enterprise. I, I don't know. I'm going to have to disagree and agree. I think... I think the CGI that we saw in Enterprise was trash, and but this this practical effects suit was like that was that was the best thing I'd have ever seen on Star Trek. That was that was really nice. That was a nice touch. And then you get to the then you get to the worst of it. Oh God, the the big finale where they tried to show. I mean, I'm gonna forgive that horrible paper mache boulder they use. I'm gonna forgive that. That was that was. Where the alien picks up a rock and throws it at Kirk, and I thought that was a nice touch. It, it that actually, for for a paper mache rock, I could believe that was a nineteen. I mean, them doing it now is horrible, but well, I could believe it was a nineteen sixties special effect. And I will give them props for actually going out to Vasquez Rocks, which is a famous location used in multiple sci-fi franchises, including uh, Bill and Ted Part Two. And it's also in uh, in Star Trek two thousand nine. Yeah, they, they, I mean, yeah, it, it's a great lo- locale, so they got that right. At least it wasn't, like, in the parking lot of a Denny's, and they're just hiding the angle so you only see the trees. They did well finding a location, so I give them mad props for trekking out to the desert to to make this little fan film. But it's like, it's just, they, 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 they tried to get to the brainy portion of it where Kirk can't fight this thing head-on. He's got to outsmart it. So he draws on his extensive knowledge of Gilligan's Island and fashions a cannon out of bamboo. No, it's, it's a desert planet. Bamboo needs lots of water. Where the heck are you getting bamboo on a desert planet? For starters. Well, it's an alien planet. So, you know, it could have alien wood. Maybe this alien wood is different. So instead of cactuses, they have bamboo. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I want to like this. I can see they tried, and I usually don't like bashing people for their effort, but there was so much of it that just – it's like I'm not – I've watched a lot of MacGyver, and I've watched a lot of Gilligan's Island, and it's like they were trying to be like MacGyver, but they ended up like Gilligan's Island. He, you know, 
crunches the rocks with some boulders to make the powder that he mixes together to make the gunpowder that shoots through the bamboo cannon he's constructed. I'll give you that. It's really hard to beat MacGyver or Gilligan's Island. Those those were those were good classics. Yeah, but it's like MacGyver. I mean, except for except for a couple of them, most of MacGyver's improvised weapons were smart. Mm-hmm. The only one that really bothered me was um, the pinecone landmine. Yeah, he's out camping with his grandfather, and it's like, oh, remember when we were kids and we'd take a pinecone and throw it in the fire and it would explode. Because, you know, the seeds in the pine cone have pressure in them and the gas heats up and they go boom. So they, they packed a bunch of pine cones together and buried them on the road so that when the bad guy's car drove over it, it blew up like a landmine. That's not how that works. Come on. <laughs> other than that, MacGyver was clever. But back to the back to the fan film. The other thing, I mean, the other thing that bothered me was, and I get the feeling this was sort of a vanity project by the guy playing Kirk because he was I didn't read the whole credits, but I think he's probably the guy behind it because it's it's basically all about Kirk fighting the Gorn, and we're going to do this whole meanwhile back on the ship, the crew's standing around doing nothing, watching everything on the view screen. Well, what else would they be doing? Figuring it out. You've got you you've got the best minds of Starfleet. Spock can't come up with a. I mean, do you remember the other thing this episode reminded me of? It struck me as kind of a ripoff of. Um, Darmok, where where Picard confronts um, the alien captain, and they do the whole Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra thing. They probably stole the idea from Darmok. Yeah, or inspired by. I'll say inspired by. Okay. I'm not going to call yeah. him. I mean, I'm bashing him. I'm not going to be a complete horrible person about it. But that's, yeah, that's very diplomatic of you. I'm I'm, try, I'm trying. I mean, it's like because I'm gonna make my own fan film someday, and it's gonna suck. And I, I know people <laughs> are gonna be cruel, so I don't want to be that guy. And like, oh, it's karma getting you. Now that's why people hate yours. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I there was a lot of you could see a lot of the influence of Darmok. But in Darmok, while Picard's down on the planet, the crew is up in the ship. Hey, we're gonna try something to figure out how we can beam them off. We're gonna figure this out. We're gonna make it happen. So I, I don't know. I don't think that's necessary. I think they could just be standing around eating, eating popcorn, watching this fight play out. I think that is much more intense and much more effective. Yeah, it's like oh, we're we're trapped and we can't do anything. The tension builds. He's all alone. Yeah, I was on the yeah. seat watching this fan film when that happened. I was like, yes, Spock, just sit there, watch what's happening. That and that I'll, really made it. I'll say this. You know, the one saving grace is. The actor playing Spock was pretty wooden, showed no emotion at all, so it's a good thing he was playing Spock. It fit the character. Yep. Yeah, his <laughs> his acting skills were phenomenal. It was Spock to a T. Very emotionless, very just nothing. It was it was fantastic. Yeah, very bland and monotone and blah. But I mean I I, I... I don't know. If these guys make another one like this, I'll probably watch it. But I, I got to say, I just – you watch this one and it just it, – it, it's like a, a what to avoid if you're making a fan film. You know, you, you've got the strange alien Kirk's got to fight, another completely different set of all-powerful aliens that you never even see, and you resolve absolutely nothing with them at all. They're just like, okay, fight's done. Have a nice day. Bye. They, they got to wait a couple, you know, a couple thousand years. That's okay. Yeah, I think this is like the pinnacle of fan films. I think this beats out uh, Horizon or Axanar or even one of Vance's Court in the Door 
films. <laughs> See, and I just, I just, I mean, it's like that's the thing. It's like Vance's films. That this thing, production-wise, yeah, they had a lot of stuff that looks like it could have been done by they had explosions. Yeah, Vance had never had any explosions. They, 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 that's the thing. It's like they did manage to make something that, yeah, their their cheesy effects budget looks like it came from the 1960s, but. Star Trek was in the 1960s, so that works. They they did really well on the effects, but Vance's stories have a story that there's more heart to it. This it's just kind of they kept throwing things in, trying to make it more subtle. Like the time when the alien commander uses his radio to talk to Kirk and say, "Yes, I'm attacking you because you're invading our space." Kirk couldn't try diplomacy. It's like, nope, nope, gonna still kill you. Got no choice in the matter. Well, what else would he have done? That's that's how you end it. That's you know you gotta kill him. Yeah, but it's like it's very easy. That's that's when they should have stuck with the Darmok and Jalad format. It's like, look, you didn't bring us here. I didn't bring us here. We were both brought here by some evil, powerful alien. I'm sorry we were in your territory. We didn't know you were there. Let's team up and work together to stop this big bad that can just randomly kidnap captains and make them fight to the death. That's what they should have done. Well, see, that's that's what Darmok got wrong. Picard should have just killed killed the captain and just been like, you know, this it's gonna be my way or the highway. I'm gonna kill you, and then I'm gonna kill this big old bad alien thing. Yeah, Picard was never good at the violence, though. Well, you know, he was never good dealing with children either. Yeah, that's true. If you yeah, can't so, kill someone, how can you be expected to say hello to a child? Wow, you are never babysitting for me, ever. <laughs> I hear you have a puppy. <laughs> You're not going anywhere near me. Actually, I'll let you know the puppy. I think the puppy could win. <laughs> them little sharp puppy this, teeth. This fight scene. Yeah, them little sharp puppy teeth. If you get a chance, folks, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe Adam's right, and this right. is a decent fan film i just it's not one of my favorite fan films and i do apologize i'm usually not one to bash i can usually find the merits in everything but uh the fan film arena just doesn't quite mesh with what a good fan film should be it's it's like it's got bits and pieces but it tends to be a little all over the place and it's like four plots that don't really connect and aren't really resolved. That's all the time we have. I would like to, I, I don't know, I would like to apologize to the creators of the TOS fan film Arena, and I feel they owe me an apology as well, but I digress. Um, Gene Rottenberg, if you're listening, try something else. Do a story about aliens visiting Earth or something. You know, do a story about the Greys coming to Earth and making first contact with humans. Don't try to make another Star Trek episode. Bill Shatter, go back to playing a cop. Uh, or play a lawyer. Or play anything but uh, a Starfleet captain. But, you know, at the same time, I'm glad you guys like Star Trek enough to make the fan film. If our audience at home has a chance, check out... <sighs> check out arena like and follow us on facebook check us out in the itunes store and now on google play watch us on youtube and uh join us as we also review i'm sure the next review we do of a fan film is going to be a lot nicer than this one was i don't know why i didn't enjoy it i just couldn't bring myself to like this one
So anyway, I'd like to say thank you and good night. I'm Adam Mullen. And I'm Bill Allen. And this has been The Final Frontier, a Trexphere podcast. Thank you. And that's the way it is.